join me today in Joshua, the first chapter. And I promise, like I said, I won't be before you long. Joshua, the first chapter, beginning at the first verse, very familiar passage of scripture. I've heard it many a time, many a time, and I just want to go and emphasize some things to you. Joshua, the first chapter, beginning at the first verse. When you have it, would you say amen? Amen. It reads like this. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead now. Therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot should tread, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not be any man that shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses." so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. And this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate there in day and night, and thou, shalt, thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. I want to pull for a subject. If you would go back to that seventh verse, that's where we're going to pull a subject today as you've already seen it on the screen behind me. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Would you look at a neighbor in here and just repeat the subject this morning. Say, neighbor, understand the assignment understand the turn to somebody else and say neighbor understand understand the assignment give God a hand clap of praise this morning hallelujah hallelujah my brothers and sisters as I reflect over the time that we find ourselves standing in this particular point in the year where there are so many that after a, a period of matriculation there are those that are gaining accolades and diplomas and degrees I see the uncensored expressions of celebration and rejoicing at the receipt of their accomplishments as they place freshly oiled fingerprints on the documents that signify the completion of their work, many burst into tears as they reflect over the journey of what it took to get them to the finish line that they crossed. And while onlookers clap and rejoice for the manifestation, many don't truly understand the gravity of the situations that they encountered that caused the tears of gratefulness and gratitude to hit the ground. Y'all not talking back to me this morning. Many, many don't understand the, the, the financial struggles that these students had to go through. Many don't understand the friends that they've lost to get to this place of a Many don't understand the sleepless nights 
that they had to endure to get to. Many don't understand the sacrifices that they had to make to get to the place of success. Many don't understand the frustrations that they've come face to face with during their course of success. But this morning, I understand that the truth of the matter is it wasn't for the onlookers to understand all of the struggles that the person had to go through. Y'all not talking bad to me. I said it wasn't for the onlookers. It wasn't for the haters. It wasn't for those that, that had contrary opinions to understand everything that the one who the assignment was given to had to go through. All right, I'm going to have to work here this morning, I see. But, but I want you to understand that, that it had to be the very determination of the one given the assignment to see that the assignment was completed in its entirety. It was the determination, and it should be the ter- determination of the one given the assignment to make sure all things were in place and in order. It had to be the passion of the one given the assignment to see the promise on the other side of it. And I just want to know this morning if there's anybody in here who understands that you have an assignment. Look at somebody real quickly in here because I want to make sure that we're all talking the same thing. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, I have an assignment. Look to the other side of you, say, neighbor, I have an assignment. I I have an assignment. I have an assignment. I, I want to speak against every single lie of the enemy this morning that would declare that you have been born and that you're insignificant. I come to speak against every single lie of the enemy this morning that would declare that you don't have any purpose. I come to speak against the lie of the enemy this morning that tells you that you don't have any real worth. I remember God talking to Jeremiah and him telling Jeremiah that before I formed thee in the belly... I knew you and before you came as forth out of the womb I sanctified you and I ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations you have to understand this morning that you children of God you young people this generation has an assignment this generation has been given a very specific and particular task for this time for this moment and in this space what does it mean to understand the assignment. Mm. We use this verbiage uh, very commonly in this generation when we see somebody who who seems to have uh, uh, successfully completed a task or or went about uh, uh, strategically uh, above and beyond what it was that was necessary and showed up on the right side of things. What it means to understand the, the assignment is when someone does a specific activity or thing well and so I I can recollect even back when I was in high school when I was given assignments and there was an expectation that was attached to every assignment that I was given y'all not talking back to me in here I said there was an assignment there was an expectation attached to every single assignment that reached my hand and the assignment was not to be mediocre in my workings I wish I had people in here that would talk this morning I said the assignment was not given with the expectation for me to fail The assignment was not given to me with the expectation to drop the ball, but the assignment was given to me with the very expectation that I would accomplish that which I was. This generation can't neglect the very evident call that is on their life. It was prophesied even in the book of Acts, if you recall, that it should come to pass in the very last days that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. 
Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I want you to understand that where we are right now in this place and in this time is very significant. Because there seems to be a shift that is getting ready to take place. There seems to be something God wants to do. And he involves the generations that he is raising up for his purpose, for his glory, for his own well pleasure. Many of us in this generation want to avoid and resist the assignment that God has put on our lives. So many of us don't really recognize the, the true urgency of the assignment that God has given. Look at what is happening all around us. We see mass shootings happening to the left and to the right. We see our young people falling prey to the lies of the enemy and taking their own lives. We see our generation in a, plate, a place of uh, confusion when it comes to their very identity. They don't know who they are and so they will allow anything and everybody else to define them except for God. And I want you to understand this morning is that God has already given an identity to this generation. I say God has already given an identity. Oh, y'all not talking back to me. For you are a chosen generation. All right. I just want to know if there's anybody that knows the identity of this generation I want to talk about a few things and I'm going to get out your way I promise because I know it's Memorial Day weekend people got things they got to do let me talk to you about understanding the assignment one of the first things that I was convicted about when God told me that we need to understand the assignment is that we cannot avoid the assignment that God has put on our lives I said we cannot avoid the assignment that God has put on our lives. We, 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 we cannot take it like God was not speaking directly to us, like God did not show us who and what we are supposed to be. We cannot act like God's hand is not resting upon us when he calls us. You remember the story of Jonah, one of the most famous Bible baby stories in the Bible. Uh, uh, Jonah, Jonah had a calling on his life. Jonah had a calling to go to a city called Nineveh. The city of Nineveh was a city that was full of sin. A city that was full of people who were missing the mark. A, 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 a gathering place of people who, who decided to rebel against God and his principles. Uh, I feel like teaching. You give me a moment. Uh, it was a city that was not well pleasing to God. And Jonah was given an assignment to go to Nineveh and to tell the people to repent. To tell the people to turn back and seek the face of God. And, and some of us in this very generation are the modern day Jonahs. But sometimes we make the mistake of doing like Jonah did and, and we act like God didn't tell us to go where he sent us to go. We, we, we act like it, it's not a priority what God has commanded us to go and do. And so you read the story, Jonah, Jonah decided, I'm going to get on a cruise ship. I'm going to pick the best one they got, and I'm going to go down to Tarshish because I want to get away from what you cannot get away from what God called you to do. 
I said you cannot get away from what God called you. If we make our very beds in hell, he's going to be there. If we ascend with wings into the morning of the heavens, he's still going to be there. And so you read the story. Y'all know the story. He, he was on the ship and, 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 and all of a sudden, turbulent winds began to come all around him. And started causing trouble not only for himself but for everybody else that was on the ship. I want you to understand this generation that when you don't do what God has called you to do. It is not just a selfish thing. It's not just yourself hurting yourself. But there are people attached to the very assignment that God has placed on your life. There are people waiting for you to rise up to the very posture and the very position and the very platform that God has called you to stand in. You cannot run away because there are lives attached to you the schools that you've been put in god didn't do that by mistake i heard i heard bishop uh, say this past weekend god doesn't do oops he, he doesn't make mistakes but the steps of the righteous are ordered by the lord and so where god put you where god placed you was there very strategically very strategically because he understand that he placed a call and a very anointing on your life the second thing i want you to understand this morning is that you cannot doubt the assignment that God gave you. Mm, it, it's one thing you, you may not, you may not avoid it, but you may doubt it. You might get into the middle of it and you may be, ah, well, you know, maybe this wasn't God. Maybe I was just hearing things. Maybe, maybe there was, you cannot doubt when you know the voice of God. When you have had an experience with God, when you have seen his power move in other ways in your life, there's something about that that breeds a confidence down on the inside of you. That I know, that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that God told me what it is I'm supposed to do. And so yesterday we were in convocation and my pastor was preaching and I just said, Lord, have mercy. He was talking about a man named Peter. Y'all know Peter. Peter was one of his disciples when he was out there in the ship. There was a storm that was taking place out on the ocean. And, and Peter, Peter was becoming afraid with all of the other disciples. But as the lightning was flashing, he began to see the presence of his savior, his master, his teacher walking upon the face of the waters. And right there in that very moment, in that very place, Jesus gave him an assignment Peter said master if it be you bid me to come I'm ready to receive the assignment bid me to come and so Jesus opened up his mouth and said come what happens after that is what's interesting is that Peter in one moment has the faith and the audacity to begin walking upon the waters without stumbling, without tripping, without any problems. But, but because of the things that were going on around Peter, because of the things that were going on around Peter, because of the peer pressure around Peter, because of the naysayers around Peter, because of the situation and the lightning flashing around Peter, Peter lost his balance. Peter begin to doubt whether or not he was able to stand on top of what God told him he could stand on top of. And it was in that very moment that Peter began to sink down under the water and he cried out to Jesus and said, save me, master. I got to go to the text. This is Matthew 14. He, he says, save me, master. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and called him and said unto him, oh, thou of little faith. 
Wherefore didst thou doubt? Young people, you cannot doubt what God tells you to do. You cannot doubt. This is not the time. This is not the place for you to be double-minded in, in what you heard God tell you to do and what you know that he's put on your life, on the gift that he's put on your life, on the purpose that he's put on your life. This is not the time to question what God has commanded you to do. The last thing that I'm going to show you today about understanding your assignment is that we don't have the privilege or the opportunity to twist the assignment that God has given us. I wish I had somebody in here this morning. I said we don't have the privilege or the opportunity to twist what it is God has put in our hands to do. I wanted to tell this story, but I feel like telling the other one. Y'all will remember the story of uh, 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 Abraham. Yeah, Abraham and, and Sarah, who were given a promise that they were going to have a son. That they were getting ready to both. They were barren for years. These are individuals who were old. They were elderly, so their body functions weren't the ones that would necessarily be ones that would be considerable of, of production anymore. But God made a promise. And when God makes a promise, you have to understand that that is exactly what he said. That's exactly what he meant. And that is exactly what will come to pass. That there is no other alternate agenda. He didn't leave out any details. But it's for us to obey exactly what he's called us to do. Abraham and Sarah determined within themselves, maybe God wanted us to do something different maybe god told us we would have a promised child but there's a little bit of a sierra miss twist that we're putting in it a little fizz we got to add here so so i want you to go get the handmaiden and, and lay with her because she might be the vessel that's going to bring about the promise young people i want you to understand this morning god wasn't talking to nobody else I said God wasn't talking to nobody else. He was talking directly to you. And so they went along and they, they, they grabbed the handmaiden and Abraham laid with the handmaiden and, and created an Ishmael, somebody that wasn't even supposed to be part of the picture because they felt that there should be a twist on the assignment. When the promise was for an Isaac to come forth, the promise was to Isaac, the promise was to Isaac. We cannot allow the enemy to cause us to think that what God said is false or a lie just because time is expiring. We cannot allow the enemy to whisper into our minds and paint pictures in our minds to see something else other than what God has already told us. But you have to understand the assignment that God has put on your life. Joseph, you saw the, the, the sheaves of wheat and the sun and the moon bowing to you. I want you to understand that that assignment wasn't a mistake. It wasn't anything that had to be. It's going to happen exactly as God said it would happen. What you have to do is understand the assignment. Understand the assignment. Don't add other things that God never intended to be added in. Don't add other people in that God never intended to be added. Don't add other places that God never intended to be added in. There is an indefinite assignment. Look at somebody in here and say, neighbor, understand the assignment. I have to close now because I, I hope that I've made my points. 
in the text this morning, we read that Moses has transitioned. Moses, who was the leader over Israel, Moses, who was the one who received the law, Moses, who was the one who, who led the, the children of Israel outside of Egypt, Moses, the one who, 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 who all of the people depended on, Moses, the face, the one that everybody knew they could run to because he was established. But alongside Moses, there was a Joshua. Look at somebody say, there's a Joshua, there's a Joshua, there's a Joshua. And in the very beginning of this book, in the, in the chronicles of this book, God comes and addresses Joshua after the death of Moses. And he says, uh, Joshua, Moses, my servant is dead now. Joshua, your teacher is gone now. Joshua, your le Joshua, your example is gone now. But I heard my pastor say yesterday at convocation that, that God's going to teach you so that you can do. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's time for this generation to execute the assignment that's over their life. Uh, it's time to catch the baton. It's time to understand the very weight of the assignment that God has placed on our lives. Moses, my servant, is dead now. Now, therefore, arise and go over. Somebody look at a neighbor and say, go over. Go over this Jordan. You and all this people. Onto the land that I do give to them. And even to the children of Israel. I want you to understand this morning as I get ready to take my seat in here. That it's not my assignment to be stagnant. And it's not my assignment to be a casualty. It's not my assignment to blend in. But I want you to understand that it's my assignment to walk forward into the promise. It's my assignment to be salt and light upon the earth. It's my assignment to destroy generational curses. It's my assignment to be a culture changer. It's my assignment to walk in a demonstration of power. It's my assignment to walk in authority. Look at somebody this morning and say, neighbor, I understand my assignment. I'm tired of just coming to church every single week and not standing in efficacious power. I'm tired of coming to church every single week, receiving impartations, getting hands laid on me, and then walking out and doing nothing about it. But I understand this morning that I have an assignment in my life. God has birthed purpose down on the inside of me, and I believe that it's about time to give birth. Look at somebody in here and say, neighbor, I have an assignment. I can't afford to neglect the very thing that God has told me 
to do. There are people that are attached to me. There are people that I even haven't even met yet that are waiting for me to stand in my full stature. That are waiting for me to stand in the fullness of the anointing that God has placed on my life. Look at somebody in here and say, neighbor, do you understand your assignment? Do you understand that you're not just sitting here for no reason? Do you understand that the very steps that God has placed you in were ordered by the Lord? That every single circumstance that you've encountered and every single pain that you've encountered and every single frustration that you've encountered was ordained by God. God understood everything before the very foundation of the world. He understood who would hurt you. He understood who would betray you. He understood who would walk away from you. He understood who would talk bad about you. He understood who would have false opinions about you but I want you to understand this morning you gotta grab a hold to the assignment Joshua you got an assignment now you gotta take this people forward into the promise you gotta go into the land flowing with milk and honey you gotta divide the land which I which I promised to your fathers it's time to walk into it I want you to look about two people in here and say neighbor you gotta walk into it it's time for you to grab the assignment it's time for you to understand your assignment you gotta execute it with diligence you gotta execute it with excellence you gotta execute it according to the word of the Lord you gotta study and meditate upon what God has told you I don't care how long it's been hide that word in your heart meditate on the word in your head don't allow the very lies of the enemy don't allow the very frustration of the enemy don't allow the trials that come your way to let you to let go of the assignment this is your time this is your time this is your season I can hear God telling me it's your time now stand and take your place stand and take your place I've called you for such a time as this come on Esther all the children of Israel are getting ready to face bad judgment but you've been called for such a time as this come on young Joshua you've been called for such a time as this Jeremiah it's time for you to speak the word of the Lord I don't care who says that you're archaic I don't care who says that you're too traditional you gotta understand that he's put the scroll in your mouth and you gotta open up your mouth and declare thus saith the Lord so that a generation can go free they gotta understand that there's a God that sits high and still looks low and his power still works is there anybody in here that understand that his power it still works the power of the Lord it still sets a generation free it still can deliver the captive it still destroys the yoke is there anybody in here that knows that we've been given the keys of the kingdom of God and whatsoever we bind on earth we understand God has us in heaven whatsoever we loose on the earth we understand that God backs it up from heaven you got to understand your assignment you got to understand who you are you got to understand your identity you're a child of the most high God there's nothing that can be formed against you that can prosper I 
speak against every single thought uh, that comes into the mind of this generation uh, to make them feel hopeless, uh, to make them feel depressed, uh, to make them feel as that they don't have a purpose. Uh, I come to remind you this morning, uh, God has called you. Uh, God has called you. Uh, God has placed his anointing on you. Uh, and it's your time. Uh, stand up, son. Uh, stand up, daughter. Uh, Walk in your authority. Walk in your power. Walk in the authority of God. Tread upon every serpent. Tread upon every scorpion. Tread over all the power of the enemy. Walk around your house and declare that every single enemy of the every single lie of the enemy is a lie. I will not be one that finds myself behind bars. I will not be one that'll be shut in the streets. I will not be one that won't have an education. But I will be one that'll see the good success. Look at somebody here and say, neighbor, I'm getting ready to see good success because I understand my assignment. I understand my assignment. I understand my assignment. If you understand your assignment here, I dare you give God about 30 seconds of praise. I dare you give God about 30 seconds of praise. I dare you give God about 30 seconds of praise. I understand. I understand it's not about my convenience any longer and it's not even about what I feel like doing but I have a call from God that is on my life and while it may sometimes make me feel uncomfortable and while sometimes I, I may not understand everything that God has chosen my life for, I made a decision this morning to tell God yes. And, and that has to be the posture when you hear God speak to you. When you hear God in your heart and in your mind, when he gives you an assignment, your only answer should be yes. Your only answer should be yes. Your only answer should be yes. Because you understand he's the designer of your life. He's the very architect of your life. He puts you together and he knows your very purpose. I understand my assignment. Everybody standing in here. I understand my assignment. God knows everything that he has purposed you for in this day. I can remember uh, reading about Peter and the conversation Jesus had with Peter and how Jesus told Peter that the enemy asked me for you because he desires to sift you as wheat. But Jesus said, I prayed for you. I prayed that your faith would not fail you in this season. The one, the one thing that the enemy wants to do, like I said before, is create 
doubt in your mind. Did I hear God? Is he really calling me? Who am I? I don't come from anybody of pedigree. I don't, I don't have education to do what God is telling. I don't have I don't have the resources to do what God has got. He called you. He called you. And, and what the enemy wants to do is use the jackhammer of doubt to destroy the very foundation of your faith. To chip, 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 chip away at everything that God has told you to erode the very word that God has placed in your life. But I bind the enemy today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I bind the enemy today in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And I cancel the assignment, the whispers that are going into the ears of this generation. This will be a generation that still raises up the bloodstained banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. This will be the generation that still represents God in true holiness. This is the generation that will worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Come on, I need somebody in here. Give God a shout of praise. If you believe it, if you believe it, if you believe it. If you believe it, if you believe it, if you believe it. I want to do something unique today. Is that all right, Pastor? I want, I want all of those that, that may be struggling with the assignment that's on your life. Would you meet me at the altar? Because I, I was one of them. You, you, you don't have to think about it. Just come run down here real quickly. Meet me at the altar. Meet me at, if you know that God has a call on your life, if you know that God has an assignment for you, would you just meet me? I'm going to come down and meet with you. I want to pray today because there is too much work to be done in the kingdom. There is too much work to be done in the kingdom for us to neglect our assignments. For us to, to act like God didn't call us for such a time as this. Pastor was telling us even outside as we did our walk this morning that we have to understand the assignment. That's why I just, we have to understand the assignment. Every hand lifted here. Father, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you, Lord God, that every single heart, every single mind that is standing, Lord God, at this altar this morning, you have given purpose to, Lord. You have seen them and known them even before the foundation of the world. And Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would stir them up, Lord. Stir up the zeal, Lord God. I pray that you would remove them from their dormancy. I pray, Father God, that you would remove all doubt, Lord, all double-mindedness in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would show them, Lord God, how to execute their assignment that you have given them. You have given them. You have called them. You have chosen them, Lord God, for such a time as this. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, give them to be diligent over the assignment that you have placed on their life. Father God, I pray that you get the glory out of every vessel that is represented here at this altar. You get the glory, you get the glory, you get the glory out of their lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I want everybody to give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Now, if you know that God has freed you into your assignment, go back to your seat and give God the very best shout of praise that you can give him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Everybody standing with every head bowed, every eye closed. The first assignment, the most important assignment to complete is knowing the Lord Jesus Christ is your savior. You have to understand that, 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 that him knowing you from the very foundation of the world involved him loving you before you could even make a mistake in the assignment. Before you could have the, the, the choice or the option to, to vacillate in your opinions and in your thoughts, he loved you, he saw you, and he called you. And so at this time, I want to give the opportunity to all those that are in the house today or even watching by live stream that may not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior with every head bowed and every eye closed. If that's you this morning and you say, Brother Brett, I think I've been neglecting the relationship, the assignment from my life, and I need to get back into right fellowship with Jesus Christ. I understand that he's standing there waiting for me. He's never left me. I, I may have just turned away from him. If that's you this morning in this house, would you just raise there your hand? We have ministers that are ready to pray with you. We have ministers that are ready to lead you back to the foot of the cross this morning. If you're in the house this morning and you say, Brother Brett, I, I want to know Jesus. I want to be back in right fellowship with him. Would you just raise your hand in this house this morning? Would you raise your hand in this house this morning? For those of you that may be watching by live stream and you decided to make Jesus your choice once more and again this great day. We're going to pray with you even as we would do in the house. Every hand lifted in here and repeat after me. Say, Father, I need you. I understand that I might have been neglecting the assignment. And that's a relationship with you. So, Father, wash me, cleanse me, purge me make me in a relationship with you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ father I thank you for all of those that have made their confession of faith today Lord I thank you for those that have heard your voice Lord you said that you stand at the door and knock Lord God and you are waiting for them to open the door and let you in so I thank you today Lord that they have made the decision to let you in Lord God you said that you would sup with them Lord God and that they would become a new creature because they're inside of you Father, I thank you that right now all of the sins of their past are just that, their past. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost. Father God, and lead them into all truth, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We thank you that the enemy has lost again today. And that today is the day of victory. That today is the day of victory. And that we lay hold to the assignment that God has for our lives. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, everybody, give God a shout of praise.